And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited. And as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Hey, and I want to, if you're new to the program, I thank you for joining today. Uh, thank you for tuning in. I want to tell you today a little bit about what we do at Lifestyles Unlimited. Um, we are 50,000 members strong, and we focus on real estate investing, single family houses and apartments. And we help those members get to retirement, financial freedom. In my case, early retirement in my 40s. I've been a member since 10 years. If you are new to the program, I'm in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And 10 years ago, and some change, my wife and I joined Lifestyles Unlimited and started buying single-family houses. And more recently, we've gotten into the multifamily side as apartment investors now for, for a couple of years now. And I, I want to get a little bit more into what we do and, and how that can benefit you, especially as we're looking at, around the landscape right now with inflation and recession and home prices up or down or what are they doing? I don't know. And in fact, I, what I want to do is look at a couple of recent articles with you. And one of those, well, let's just say it this way. Something is slowing at a record pace. Uh-oh. What, what is it now? Is, is it the economy? And I want to use these articles to help you understand why real estate investing can benefit you and why as real estate investors, when you read this very article, you, you just kind of shrug your shoulders and say, well, moving on, it's not it's not a big deal. And how adding one single family house can help you out. The second article we'll look at is it's a little bit mind boggling. Um, who is living paycheck to paycheck right now? And if we have time, I've got a listener question I want to get to. If we don't get it to, uh, to that today, we'll, we'll, we'll hit that uh, next week. But Lifestyles Unlimited. What we do, we first of all, we were founded over 30 years ago. Del Walmsley is the founder of Lifestyles Unlimited. He's down in the Houston area, uh, and the organization has grown dramatically over those three decades across Texas and now across the nation. In fact, I got into one of my first multifamily investments out of state just late last year. So a lot of opportunity, not just in Texas, but across the nation with uh, realty offices. In fact, for example, now in Georgia. Uh, Tennessee, Arizona. So a lot of opportunity. And what we do is we help you become educated as a real estate investor, whether you're completely new to this, or maybe you do have some experience. I interviewed an investor that is the lead, what we call lead investor, the syndicator or general partner for multifamily investments. And he, he, he last week, he said, you know, I, I did have a little bit of experience. Some buddies and I, we, we, we bought a house back in 2012. We did all the work ourselves. We, we fixed it up. They flipped it, right? So you may be like that. You may be coming from that avenue. You may even have some rental houses of your own already. And I find that when I have conversations at, with other members at Lifestyles Unlimited, say at one of the events at a case study or one of the single family road trips, I hear it again and again. Yeah, yeah, I was doing okay. But boy, when I came in here and, and, and I learned some of the, the techniques and started following really the Lifestyles model, my business improved. My, my existing rental portfolio got better. Or I learned that, well, yeah, I've got a couple of dogs. Let's get rid of those and reinvest the funds. So that's what we do is we help educate you no matter where on the real estate investor spectrum you may be. Now, if you come to Lifestyles Unlimited, we're not, we're not going to talk to you about Airbnb. We're not going to talk to you about 
retirement homes. You know, you can buy a house, fix that up, turn it into a uh, nursing home, skilled nursing facility. We're not going to talk to you about storage facilities. We focus exclusively on residential real estate, on single family houses, and on apartments. Why do we do that? Well, if you think about Maslow's hierarchy of needs, everybody needs a place to live. People don't need that storage facility. People don't have to travel and use that Airbnb or Verbo or whatever whatever you, you see out there these days. But people absolutely need a place to live. They need, they need air to breathe. They need water. They need food. A place for their family. Very, very high on that hierarchy. So that's why we focus on single family and multifamily. And as I mentioned, Dell founded the organization over 30 years ago. So we have a very long track record. And we've been through a lot of cycles. And as you know, we're, we're in a weird cycle right now. And that leads me to the first article. And, and I'm going to work in some of the philosophies that we have at Lifestyles Unlimited that help you be a successful investor. Dell has three rules to investing. We're going to pepper those throughout this initial article. And, you know, th this article grabbed my attention. There, there's, we, we live in a land of hyperbole right now. Um, the, the biggest that, the, the record this, the record that, record slowdown, record increase in XYZ. And in this case, home price growth slows at record pace in June. And, and I read the article. This was, on, this was on Yahoo Money. And it's, 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 it's digesting, it's, it's um, translating a lot of data from a company called Black Knight. And what they do, they're a, a, a technology uh, analytics provider for um, the housing industry. So they have, they have their pulse on a lot of what's going on out there. And, and they put that term out there as well, that the home price growth has slowed at a record pace. And nowadays, like I said, we live in a land of hyperbole. Everything is a record this and a record that. And, and at, at first blush, that seems alarming. Slows at a record pace. But what are we talking about exactly? Home price growth, right? The growth, the, 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 the dollars I'm paying to buy my next rental property. Well, if that's slowed, maybe that's okay. <laughs> you know? Now, if you're planning on selling very soon, you, you may want those prices to remain high. So what exactly has happened? They report, uh, Black Knight does, that home prices grew 17.3% year over year in June. Now, this is a national perspective. And as I just mentioned, we are buying nationally as single family investors and as apartment investors. But please remember that all real estate is local. You need to dial down into your local submarkets. So home prices grew 17.3% year over year in June. What does that mean? And what is that record pace of decline in growth? Well, get this. Black Knight says we're down from 19.3%. That's a two percentage point drop, the largest since the 1970s. And I told you a little bit about what we do at Lifestyles Unlimited, and, and our target is to get you educated to become a successful real estate investor in single-family rental properties and apartments. That's, that's our focus, none of, none of the other stuff that's out there. A very, very narrow focus on which we've been focused for over 30 years and seen a tremendous amount of success. Our mentors, our operations consultant, all of the team are, very, are experienced uh, alongside you there, and our, our bench strength is very strong. Just our membership base, 50,000 
thousand members, I can tell you anytime I go to a case study, I meet somebody new and, and I learn something new, which is a tremendous thing. That's just a ancillary benefit. None, none of the formal education to speak of right there. Just, just those conversations, which are very, very powerful. And I have a lot of conversations with people out there that aren't lifestyles members that are thinking about investing, know what my wife and I do, get excited, you know, let's go to dinner, let's go to lunch, get a little nervous, read the latest news reports on the markets. And that's what we're looking at right now. This one caught my eye because it, it seems like a kind of a gloomy topic. Home price growth slows at record place, record pace in June. Record pace. Oh my gosh, what does that mean? And this was published in on Yahoo Money. This just came out a few days ago, uh, start of the month. And you can find that there. More interestingly, perhaps, if you want to cut through all the fluff, let me give you the, the, the main source because they're going to a company called Black Knight. That's K-N- like as, as in medieval night, black night, and they've got their June 2022 mortgage monitor. So they're looking back a couple of months, right? They, they're not going to have their pulse on what's going on July just quite yet. So we'll stay tuned. We can see what they say there. And, and they pointed out, first bullet point, annual home price growth dropped by nearly two percentage points in June, down from 19.3% or 19.1% to 17.3. That's still 17% growth price in price year on year nationally. And again, as I stated, and, and, and it mentions here as well, localized slowdowns are even more pronounced. All real estate is local. Always keep that in your mind as you read any sort of national media. You want to be in touch with what's going on locally where you invest, whether you live there or not. Uh, you want to be in touch with what's going on locally as well. We have a lot of investors from the coasts, for example, that are investing here in Texas or, or in one of our other markets. Uh, because the the investing the rental property it just does not make sense on the coast it is overpriced you do not make money it does not cash flow and if you're following the lifestyles model and if you've heard del walmsley speak at all over the the last 30 years he has three rules to investing number one don't lose money and in those more volatile markets that's more likely number two it has to cash flow and number three you can't get rich slow but i want to focus on those first two with respect to this article because again you read this and you think things are tanking you think things are cratering and it is interesting because home prices have dropped in some markets and again specifically that's going to be those coastal markets that were insanely inflated anyhow in fact the quickest cooling market here is in june was san jose california home values actually dropped 5.1 percent from its recent peak of 1.56 million. That's a, a, a reduction of about $75,000 on, on a home price. That's California. If you're following the model we do at Lifestyles Unlimited, you're not buying a house for 1.56 million and trying to rent that out. That is not going to cash flow. People that are buying on the coast traditionally are buying as speculators they're, they're speculating that there will be appreciation if that's your game that is not the market for you but if you're doing what we do at lifestyles unlimited that's not your market anyhow and they go on to cite a couple of other markets san diego san francisco denver denver's down 1.4 percent but that's not where we're buying we're buying right here in texas and what's really interesting is and this is pointed out by both black knight and summarized in the yahoo money article it's going to take another five or six months if the declines in price growth, let me repeat that, if the price growth continues to slow, it's still growing. That's the point. It's still growing. It's going to take another six months to get back to normal levels. What is a normal level? Annual appreciation of 5%. 
So they're not talking here at the national level. And certainly if they were to drill down into Texas, I'm in Dallas-Fort Worth, you're not going to see those declines here. Texas traditionally, uh, if, you, if you go back pre, pre-COVID, pre-Great uh, Recession, where we did have the housing bust then, they'll call it the housing bust. And we saw price drops in, in, in Texas as well. Nothing substantial, nothing like on those coasts. Um, if you go back before that period, traditionally, um, price appreciation in Texas is around 5%, maybe even a little bit lower. It's a very consistent market. It's not, it doesn't experience those roller coaster up and downs like you do on the coast, like you see in your 401k right now, for example. So yes, there, there are some markets that are experiencing marginal declines. Those are those high dollar markets where we don't want to invest anyhow, because it has to cash flow and they don't cash flow there. If you know anyone from California that's given this a go out there, talk to them. They're not buying out there right now. Now, they do go on to say price declines could be good news for would-be buyers. That's true. That's true. And this takes me to the first rule that Dell has, never lose money. And we are would-be buyers throughout the cycle. We don't sit and wait for those price declines to take down that next single-family rental property. Because we make our own economy, as David Fisher puts it. We go in and we buy right. That is the key point. You don't pay market, you don't pay over market because you're hot under the collar to get your next investment done. You bide your time. You learn to buy right. And because we buy right, we buy at a discount. So even if prices, you know, looking at what was it, San Diego or Denver was down one point change in percent uh, in terms of prices, that has zero effect on you if you've bought right. And when I say buy right, what does that mean? We may be buying a house that when it is fixed up and, and, and shining like a diamond, let's say it's worth 200000 But we're not paying 200 for it. We're not paying one We're not paying 180 We're buying somewhere lower. Maybe 150 depends on the repairs it needs. Maybe 120 I looked at a house recently that was, that was listed. Well, not listed. It wasn't on the market. It was off market. 80 k Needed a lot of work to get it to that 200 k But even if we, we put in all that, all the repairs, do the renovations, Let's say it's 70K. We're at 150 with a 50K buffer right there. So we buy right and we create a safety valve of sorts uh, from with, with, with the price in mind. What does that mean for me? If prices do decline and I need to sell, I can sell and still make money. Never lose money. Rule number one. Rule number two, though, very, very important here as well, is that it has to cash flow. So if I come back to this article and it says, hey, it's good news for would-be buyers, well, what's the counterside of that argument? It's bad news for people that were considering buying. Why is that? Well, they're looking at prices dropping and they're thinking, whoa, I don't want to do that. And it's even worse for those that did just buy in those markets where prices are dropping. That is not here in Texas. But even if they do decline, what have we done? We've put an asset into place that we bought at a discount. We have a buffer but we're collecting monthly rent. And if I need to hold a little bit longer until prices recover, if they do decline, well, that's exactly what I do. And by the way, and we've talked about this on, on prior shows, we're seeing an increased demand for rentals. People are not buying, cannot buy, so what do they do? They need a, they need a roof over their heads, they rent, and that's pushing up our rents and driving more cash flow to our pocket. Hey, stick around. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. 
Stop waiting. Stop sitting around. Stop procrastinating. This is your time. Make it happen. Do it now. When's the best time? Now. People go, well, I don't know. It's going to crash. It's going to be better next year. It's, I've got to listen to four more classes. I love guys come up to me all the time. You know, I've been listening to you on the radio for eight years now, right? <laughs> I go, and you're not rich yet? Well, really, I'm thinking about joining next month. Do it now. Learn the skills you need to retire with real estate in five years or less. Do it now. Register for the Lifestyles Unlimited free online workshop. Lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb. And hey, home price growth slows at record pace in June. That's what we are reading about right now. This particular article caught my eye on, it was on Yahoo Money, Yahoo Finance, uh, but it's sourced from Black Knight. That's with a K-N-I-G-H-T, Black Knight. And they uh, help service the mortgage industry, data collectors, et cetera. Um, got a lot of good data. And this is from their June 2022 mortgage monitor. Interesting stuff. If you're following the industry like I do, that might be a good place to go and read. But as usual in our land of hyperbole right now, where it's the biggest that and the worst this, and are we or are we not in a recession? That's a whole other question, I guess. But um, home price growth has slowed at a record pace. Sounds bad, right? Record pace. Oh, my gosh, what's happening? And for the newer investor out there or somebody that's thinking about doing this, that may give you pause. But I want to continue here because it's interesting. They go on to say, yeah, we saw a drop from 19% and some change to 17% and some change to 200 basis points, roughly. Biggest drop in, in 40 or so years since the 70s, so 50 years, I guess. Uh, but they go on and say it's important to keep in mind that while the market is cooling, prices still hit yet another record high nationally in June. So again, that's nationally. What I want you to keep in mind as well, when you are buying, when you're thinking about investing in rental real estate, that all real estate is local and it does make a difference where you buy. You can live where you want and invest where you want because if you are on one of those coasts, it does not make sense. You, you, you can't lose money. You're at risk of that if you're buying for speculation as so many people on the coast do. It must cash flow, rule number two that Dell has. You don't see that on the coast quite as much. Come to places in the Sun Belt. That makes sense. So think very, very hard about those markets. If you are getting into investing, you do not have to invest in your neighborhood, in your city, in your state. You can go across state lines. We, again, 50,000 members at Lifestyles Unlimited. We're not all sitting here in, in Texas doing our investing. We got people from across the country and across the, across the globe, in fact. Um, Australia, Israel, uh, Germany. I met a lot of, a lot of uh, national investors as well. So, so choose your markets wisely. In Texas, as we mentioned, you know, we saw unusual appreciation north of 20% in some sub-markets here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area where I sit, uh, which is un, unheard of since, since the last, since the Great Recession and, and especially since COVID-19. Normal markets in Texas, 5% appreci appreciation, if that. 
just a constant growth. You know, I was relating to my five-year-old the other day, the, the, the story of the tortoise and the hare. You, you all know the story. The hare just, yeah, hey, they're, they're in a race. And the hare, he's fast, clearly faster than, than, than the tortoise. Run, 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 run as fast as he can, as fast as he can, as fast as he can. Takes a break. Hey, I'm way ahead of that guy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to relax. Falls asleep. You know the story. And that tortoise is just plodding along at his, at his consistent pace. He wins the race. That's what we see in Texas normally. Now, we, if you were an investor in Texas, if you're listening, listening now, you have not bought your first rental house, this may not apply to you, even if we are still seeing, quote, quote those record, uh, record prices nationally. Um, we did see a lot of appreciation. And that's the other thing. The other reason why we like real estate as an investment platform. We make money multiple ways, five ways in our houses, six in apartments. One of those, just one of those is appreciation. But if you've been around lifestyles at all, pre-COVID, pre-Great Recession, you'll know that in, uh, appreciation is not our focus. It's, it's icing on the cake. Hey, great. Uh, house went up 5% year on year in my first year of hold time. Great. Another 5%, another 5% after that. Superb. Now, if you got in in 2012, 2013, 2014, you know we saw a lot of that appreciation. Very, very strong. So you enjoyed that. That, that one of five ways that we make money on our houses really, really came to the fore. But all throughout that time, we continued to cash flow. It's another way we make our money. We, I already mentioned this. We buy right. We make sure we're not paying market prices. And we create a buffer. That's equity capture. That's what protects us if there is a, a bit of a decline. And, of course, as we put residents into, pay, into place, they pay our mortgage every month. So we, got our, we have our equity buildup. And again, just focusing on houses, five ways we make money, the last would be our tax advantages. And those are tremendous. Those are tremendous as well. And the really cool thing with real estate is even if our appreciation, if you're new to the market and you, you just got in a couple years ago, you've been loving that appreciation in Dallas, Texas on your single family rental house. And if that returns from 20% down to 5%, so what? Because you got the cash flow. You bought right if you're following the lifestyles model. You created a tremendous amount of equity capture on the front end. I know a lot of people that doubled their money at the start of any given project by buying correctly. 100% return at the start of the project. Big, big thing. And of course, as we continue to hold that equity buildup, quiet in the background, but can be an 8, 10, 12% return. And back to home prices and the fact that, yeah, we're seeing a little bit of a decline on the coast. We don't invest on the coast, so I'm not worried about that. Even if that happens here in Texas, and I don't think it will, I just hold my house for another year. Rents are coming in. I, I teased this at the heading into the last break. We are seeing an increased demand for rental properties right now. There is not enough inventory of rental properties on the market, whether that's apartments or houses, and that's pushing our rents up. So not only will I continue to collect my, my rent, my cash flow as I wait, if I need to wait for appreciation to kick back in, for prices to return to where I want them to be, to sell, right? If I've got a particular target in mind, well, I just wait. Time is on my side. I mentioned I'm in my 40s. I started when I was in my late 30s. If you start now when you're in your 20s, time is really on your side. And that's something to think about. Last part I want to hit from this particular article is they talk about inventory levels. I mentioned inventory with respect to rental property, with uh, rentals as, a, as somebody that's looking to rent. There is a lack, a dearth of inventory. Well, there's still a lack of inventory 
in the broader housing market for those that are seeking to buy their own personal residence. Now that's creeping back up finally because interest rates are up and prices are up. Fewer and fewer people can buy. Read that as renters. But fewer and fewer people can buy. Therefore, houses are sitting a little bit longer on the market. Now what does that mean longer on the market? Here in Dallas-Fort Worth, boy, Austin, Houston, San Antonio, we were sub 30 days, meaning if I put my house on the market today, I can expect it to be back off the market and sold in under 30 days. These things were just flying off the shelves. They're not doing that under 30 days anymore. We might be at about 60 days, two months. Very, very fast. Traditionally, again, to harken back to the normal times, and this is a national number you'll, you'll hear about quite a bit. A, a, a normal market has six months worth of inventory. That means my house can sit out there for six months once I put it on the market for sale. So right now, overall inventory, this again goes back to Black Knight, overall inventory increased from one point, this is national, by the way, 1.7 months worth of supply at the start of the year to 2.6 months as of June. And as they put it here, at least six months of inventory are needed for a balanced market. So a little hyperbole here, you know, home price growth slows at record pace. Sure, the biggest decrease in growth of home prices since the early 1970s, 200 basis points, but still a 17.3% increase year on year in June. So when you read these articles, keep several things in mind. Number one, is this, is this a national picture? Do I care if I'm buying right here in Dallas, Texas, or Houston, Texas, or Corpus Christi. What's going on in my market? That's the bigger question. And in Texas, in, in this example, if it's Atlanta, Georgia, around Atlanta, I keep seeing Macon. I talked about Macon on an earlier show. Boy, Macon just keeps popping up on my radar again and again and again. Chattanooga. Shout out to Chattanooga, Tennessee. I like that Tennessee market. Great place to visit, but boy, good place to own some rental property. If you have any questions, I had a listener question. I hope I get to this in this segment. It's again my favorite topic: property tax protesting. Yeah, I had a big, re I had a big success earlier this week. Uh, if I can use my own hyperbole, it was a record. Yeah, it was a record. Uh, I did very well actually in front of the ARB. I'll relate that to you if I have if I have time today. If not, we'll we'll take that up on a later show. But um, I do want to get to some of the hyperbole in the market. That's what we've been talking about in the news, in the media. Home price growth slows at record pace. Look, if you are holding rental property now, understand that prices are still very, very high. If you have a rental property that you need to divest, it's still a good time to do that. Prices are still high. They are not dropping in Texas. Now, it may take you a little bit longer to find that buyer because, as we just heard, inventory levels are creeping up, but they're still very, very low, well below a balanced market. So the ball is still in your court if you want to divest. What if you want to buy? Well, the good news may be that that price growth is slowing, but does that even matter? It does not matter if you buy right. And we talked about that already. We're going to buy at a discount. We're going to find off-market properties. We're going to find properties, both houses and apartments. This applies to both. Uh, we're going to find properties that are distressed. And because they're distressed, either physically or the seller, we're able to get those at a discount. And if I say put $20,000 of my own money into a property, I may very well get a 100% return out the gate. We call it equity capture just by buying right through the process. So now I'm sitting on $40,000 in equity. Does that protect me 
if markets decline. Yeah, sure. If I feel like I need to sell for some reason, I've got that buffer. We never did see the, the declines in Texas back in 08, 09, uh, 2010, like on the coasts. Maybe 20% decline. Very short-lived. Came roaring back. I enjoyed that appreciation wave. Icing on the cake, but boy, it was big. It really was. Normal appreciation, as we mentioned, is about 5% here in Texas. And we make our money multiple ways. That's the other point I wanted to make for you, is that even if that appreciation does decline or, or return, let's say, return to normal, so what? It's just one of the ways that we're making our money. I put bigger focus when I go into a project on that capital gain, that, that equity capture on the outset, and that rent that I'm going to bring in. Those are my focuses. When I'm reviewing an apartment investment, I was on a webinar just last night. That's what I want to learn about, among other things, but that's my part of my investment criteria. What, am, what, what is my gain? What is my return? And we talked about Dell's rules to investing. Rule number one, never lose money. That, that goes back to equity capture, that buffer buying right. Rule number two, it has to cash flow. I don't want to be paying that house every month just for the, the, the right to hang on to it. I'm losing money in that sense. Rule number three is you can't get rich slow. Well, what does that mean? That means if you are sitting on rental property, don't sit too long. Divest that and get into the next two, three, or four houses. You sell one, you should be able to get into multiple or up, 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 upgrade into apartments. But keep moving. Don't just sit. Don't stagnate. You have to keep investing and getting that, building that portfolio, getting those better assets. If you're in apartments, that might be going from class C to class B. Uh, continuing to work on those gains, getting more units, getting bigger, more investors. And going back to the cash flow, it has to cash flow. I want to I look just quickly at an article here that caught my eye as well. This was on Bloomberg. And uh, it blew my mind. Um, a lot of stats out there. Maybe this is more hyperbole. I don't know. It says one third, one third of Americans that are earning or making $250,000. So of those Americans that are earning that size of a, a paycheck, you know, at the household level, that's a quarter of a million dollars. One third of them. I cannot, I cannot, I cannot fathom this. One third of them live paycheck to paycheck. These are people that are bringing in a tremendous amount of cash, a tremendous amount of earnings that are turning around and going right back out the door. That's what that means, paycheck to paycheck. They may not be living below their means, but they're living at a minimum right at their means. I have trouble understanding that. As somebody who's recently retired, I will tell you, I never earned anywhere near that. Our household never earned anywhere near that number. And we were managed to live below our means. We managed to buy double-digit houses, I mean, a good-sized house portfolio to retire my wife and then myself on considerably less income. You can do it too, by the way. And it goes on to say, cash is especially tight for top earners of the millennial cohort. Um, there's a graphic in here, you know, people that are earning 100 to 150K, 63% of those that are millennials are paycheck to paycheck. For some reason, they got millennials versus boomers. Uh, boomers, you should be retired, but 26% of you guys in that 100 to 150K are also living paycheck to paycheck. Uh, if, if I just jump ahead to the 250 and higher, quarter of a million dollars in earnings and higher, over half, 55% of millennials are paycheck to paycheck. Listen, when we talk about residential real estate, we talk about it must cash flow. Every house that I buy, every apartment investment that I get into cash flows, and that adds to my bottom line. If you are living paycheck to paycheck at that level, you got to do something. 
You've clearly got the income coming in. You've got to take some sort of action because if you keep that going down to where you are in that boomer status, you will have problems. And if you're not in that 100 to 150 or 150 to 200 or 200 to 250 or 250K plus category, you could take action too. It starts with one house. And if I think again back to inflation, I had another article queued up. We don't have time today, but talking about inflation and it's out there. We know that if if you're on the lower end of the, the income spectrum, you get impacted proportionally higher because more of your income goes to things like food and gas and utilities and housing expenses and all that stuff. These guys that are in the 250 plus category, um, a third of which are not, you know, they're living paycheck to paycheck. They've got other problems. Organizational, I, I don't know what it is. If you're in that category, you can take action as well. You've got a good income. Is that, is that going straight to apartments? You may have to figure out how to address the fact that you are paycheck to paycheck. What is that? That is, that is bills. That is toys. That is things that you're putting your money towards. Maybe a very, very expensive house. And that's the biggest uh, factor in here. If I read the article, we're not going to go into the details today, but uh, that's the biggest factor. Take some action to downsize, to reduce some of that debt load and start to shift those, those funds because you're earning very well into houses and into apartments and start to do what we call cash flow snowball, building a cash flow snowball. If you've got that toy that you absolutely love and you have to have, and it's costing you $500 a month, go find a single family house that's going to cash flow $500 a month. And when that comes in, you take that to pay down that toy. Even better, get rid of the toy, take the capital, get into apartments or more houses. But over time, build up that cash flow snowball and use another notion called cash flow chunking and take that chunk of money coming in from one house to cover a debt. And then next house to cover the other debt, next house to cover utilities. And over time, you'll find that this notion of living paycheck to paycheck, whether you're making $60,000 a year or a quarter of a million, that goes away because you're now covering that, that outflow from that passive, from that passive cash flow. It's very, very easy to do. Again, Lifestyles Unlimited has been doing this over 30 years, founded by Del Walmsley 30 plus years ago, 50,000 members strong. We have a lot of, a lot of successful real estate investors that have retired themselves, that have followed the cash flow chunking method, that, that have created and built that cash flow snowball, and that are not focused on the fact that, yeah, price growth in, price growth in, in, in houses may, may be declining a little bit. In Texas, that does not mean prices are down. Let's keep buying. Let's keep adding to that snowball. But it does take some education. It does know. It does take knowing how to, what is that lifestyles model when you say buy right, don't lose money. Well, how do I do that? Well, if you don't know how to do that, you do want to learn how. Best place you can go is go to lifestylesunlimited.com. While you're there, check out the radio tab, check out our archive shows. But there's also a button that says attend free workshop, hour and a half of your time. We have those going on midday as well as in the, in the evenings, but that'll, we'll get into how we make our money. We talked a little bit about the five ways today, but they'll go into more detail there with, with houses as well as apartments and just give you a flavor for what it is we do and how we educate you. Very, very important so that you are buying right. So that you're not one of those guys that has three or four houses and kind of learned on his own, you know, the painful way, falling down. You know, losing a little bit of money here and there, finally coming to lifestyles and learning the correct way to do it. Like I said earlier, I talked to so many members that went that route. For you, pass go, go straight to Reading Railroad and get the education. There's no reason for you to learn the hard way. 
learn the right way, learn how to buy right, never lose money, make sure you have cash flow, and understand that you're not going to get rich slowly. Even if you make a quarter of a million, especially if you're living paycheck to paycheck, that just, again, blows my mind. But there are actions that that cohort can take as well. And it, and it starts with the education and building up those ca passive cash flowing investments in houses and apartments. So I've run out of time to get to the question I had from the listener on tax protests. The good news is it's not a time sensitive thing. His question was, I bought my house out of the cycle after the protest window closed. Can I still protest? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And here's my promise to you. We will talk about that on next week's show. Uh, I told him I'd get to that. He got my answer already, but I want to give that to you as well. So you understand that the battle is not over. If you just bought your first rental house and you bought it at a discount because you bought it right and you're way under the value they have you on those tax rolls. Yeah, you can do something about it. And I'll tell you how. So we'll talk about that next week. I do thank you for listening today. The big, big message today is ignore that national media. Read it, perhaps, I guess. You know, get some of the stats if you're like me, a numbers guy. But understand, all real estate is local. And if you follow Dell's rules to investing and understand that we make our money not just one, but five ways with our houses, six with apartments, you will find that road to financial freedom. Get away from living paycheck to paycheck. Hey, have a good day. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.